Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, as well as giving me the activities of my lamb. I'm trying to put this iPad thing where I can see it, where it's not just showing my big head, but then I have people saying that it's making me look like I'm just big boosted. So I'm trying not to do all of that to show all my goodies. So again, I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicament, Blog Talk Radio, where today's topic is entitled Self-Improvement. Now, when we talk about self-improvement, have you ever heard of the old saying, when you know better, you do better? But how do you even know when it's time to do better? Are you one that says, you know what, it is what it is, and I'm not going to change, and people have to accept me for the way I am? Or are there some things that you want to work on? Now, when I was putting the show together, I indicated, and someone just called in, you can call right back, but someone, okay, thank you, I see your number just popped up, and I indicated, do you have things that you would like to see different happen in your life? Do you or dreams? that you have not put into place? Do you know what is within your control to change? Meaning I can't sit up here saying, hey, I want to look like Beyonce, because I'm not Beyonce. But there are some things that we can, you know, we can work on. So when we start talking about these things, we kind of also know when we are in our own way. What is stopping us from doing better? What is stopping us from accomplishing our goals? Let me log on this caller. Hi, my name is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious and Ignis Rock Talk Radio. How are you doing? I'll call you back. I'm at the doctor's office. Fine. Oh, okay. No problem. Well, I'm glad you did tune in. Oh, you called in, hung up. Said you were at the doctor's office, but thank you for tuning in. So, if you're at the doctor's office, well, that means you're trying to do some self improvement because that's where you go to try to improve yours because there are different things that we can do to work on to become a better us. Now, I also want to say, as we're doing the show and the information that I'm going to be sharing with you guys, there is no quick fixes. There's no magic wand that we can have or come up with or things of that nature. And one must also plan for obstacles because they say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Sometimes we can work on something or we can be doing something, and then all of a sudden, boom, and we step like, okay, now what we go do? And I'm Mr. Ryder. I see you didn't go to school today. You don't feel good? You slept pretty late. You slept till noon. Hey, Will, I see you watching. So if you want to call in and join me on this show, give me a call at 516-387-1914 as today's topic is self-improvement. Because, like I said, there are some things that we all can work on. I want to know what's working for you, what's stopping you, what's hindering you, and are you doing it for yourself, or are you doing it because someone has given you an ultimatum or a demand? Now, when we talk about self-improvement, it is a growth mindset. Now, one can also become a better self. 
Hey, well, you can call in if you can. Now, when we start talking about self-improvement, it is the act or process of improving oneself by one's own action, meaning you can only do it for yourself. Can nobody else do it for you? It involves an awareness, a new learning, discovery of what makes you unique, and insight into what you see in regards to your life or your situation. Meaning you can see it clearly now, like, you know what? I know my daughter probably thought I was crazy this morning laying on the floor, but I was doing some yoga, I was stretching, I was working it out because uh, my body was hurting. And I saw something where now I don't know if it's menopause or arthritis because it seemed like the the symptoms are pretty much the same, which I did not know that. So I know that there are some things that I need to improve as it relates to my health and me moving my body. So yoga, I felt real good. I haven't even had breakfast yet. So bear with me. Now, when we start talking about that, and I want to say that it can be a lifelong process. So when you're working on yourself, it's not something you can start and just stop or just say, okay, I got this fixed back now, so I'm not going to maintain it or keep it up. So you've got to continue to work on yourself, and it is a lifelong process. And attitude is also important, too. Your attitude is going to determine your altitude. So if you implement positive affirmations, that can go a long way. Just like you can talk yourself to make you feel bad, you can talk yourself into making you feel good about yourself, too. And that can also be a start. Now, one of the biggest things that I've seen individuals deal with, not only just the obstacles, but overcoming fear. We always have excuses as to why we can't go back to school, why we can't go do this new job. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I'm waiting on him to show up, and we were talking about the profession that he's in. And part of that profession, he's been doing it for a long time. And fear is the opposite of faith. So he was scared to kind of start a new career, but his old career had pretty much dried out. Things are going to change. You're going to have to change. When I purchased the Center for the Treatment of Addiction, I was more into doing groups, working with individuals and things of that nature. I didn't think about doing public speaking, doing working with children. I had to self-improve in order to be able to be able to fit the needs of my clients as things were changing. So a lot of individuals are going to be jumping into new careers. Some individuals are going to be changing situations as their kids have moved out of the home and went to college. Now, I have another caller calling in. Let me log this person in. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Person's Predictions. Number ended in 1-6. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I am well. So when we talk about self-improvement, what are your thoughts in regards to self-improvement, either for yourself or something that you might see that someone else could benefit from, because there are some benefits. What comes to your mind when you think of self-improvement? What comes to my mind is self-care. Self-care is the most important thing I feel that we lack in today's society. So self-care as it relates to uh, taking better care of ourselves, taking time off, 
um, paying attention to how we feel and making those adjustments that we need to do to um, better our our health, better our lives. Mm -hmm. Now, your voice sounds so familiar. So I think this is my therapist friend. Is that you? Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay, because I'm listening to your voice. I thought it was somebody else at first. I was like, okay, I know this voice. I know this voice. (laughs) And you know, it's interesting because, see, now we can talk therapy talk. And part of that is because you and I are both therapists. And often individuals come to us because they want to improve in certain areas of their life because they feel like they're stuck. Now, that don't, you don't always have to be stuck in order to engage in self-improvement. You can enhance what you already got. Now, do you want to tell the listeners who you are and what you actually do? My name is Sonia Woods. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I have a private practice in Long Beach, California, and I just love what I do. I primarily work with uh, adults only, and, you know, I deal, I work with individuals who have these issues that we're discussing today. So I just, that's, it's a very hot topic. It's a topic that we really need to pay attention to, attention to because oftentimes we, as therapists, as people, we tend to not pay attention to ourselves. We direct our attention to others. So um, that's why I thought it would be a great idea to, to mention. Well, I definitely appreciate you joining in on the show because this is definitely unexpected. I'm like, how did she find me? Because I didn't think you was on social media. <laughs> and I <think laughs> well, I, I saw you. Sure, I saw you on LinkedIn, and oftentimes I do, uh, Jeanette, I do want to um, attend. But oftentimes, you know, I'm, you know, I'm seeing appointments and I'm unable to come in at noon. But I saw it on my LinkedIn and I looked at my clock and I said, this is a perfect opportunity to show up and let you know that, you know, I admire what you're doing and keep doing what you're doing, okay? I truly appreciate you. Now, I want to give some simple steps and we can kind of go on our, you know, because this came from an article that was written by a person named Juliana Vigirelli, and this person indicated when we start talking about self-improvement, self-improvement perhaps you may want to invest in yourself. And part of that is an investment because you are looking at you and you want to become a better you, whether it's a better parent, a better mother, a better daughter, a better wife, even a better overall better self. Now, when we start talking about that, you have to be mindful to learn new skills or you also have to be able to inspire yourself as well as inspire others. Now, in this article, as I'm skimming through some of this, it talks about how do we do how do we Because a lot of times, and as you know, Sonia, a lot of times people don't even know where to start, even with therapy. In therapy, we give them, we do an assessment, we do an evaluation. We come up, we want to know what their goals are. And then as they tell us their goals, then we try to come up with a treatment plan to try to assist them along their journey. Now, this is something that you can do on your own because it's your own personal journey. Because while there is no way of working on self-improvement, there are, I have been tied to some strategies that we're going to mention. Now, talking about what is self-improvement, it could be, as I indicated earlier, a life. Who knows, Sonia, being a, um, a, a therapist, we have to do continuing education. 
things change. People change. Situations change. You know, work with adults. I get so many calls from parents who are struggling with their kids and their teens. Now, when we talk about the struggle that they have, part of it is improving the relationship, trying to find out if there is a mental health issue going on. Back in the day, you know, we were kids, parents would, would quick to take things into the doctor so they can get a Social Security chip if they were ADD, ADHD. Now it don't work like that. So now individuals are dealing with a lot of individuals with, you know, pervasive developmental disorders, adult onset disorders, and so they're trying to either improve the relationship or try to figure out who they are as a person. Now, getting back to what I was talking about, when we start talking about this, we have to move from what's called the ABC model, and we have to come up with some steps. But the most important to remember is that attitudes can be formed, and that is desire for ongoing learning. What do you think about that? Because we think about even working with clients and their attitudes. Sometimes we'd be like, hmm, and we know that attitude is a perception. We get that. But if the perception is that where the person is bringing you negative energy or talking about what they can't do, how do you handle that when you're trying to help a person improve themselves when we're talking about the attitude part of it? Sure. What I do is, first of all, I let them know that we all struggle. And that opens, that can open up a lot of um, uh, discussion once, you know, the therapist and, and the client can look at that, you know, no one's perfect. The, uh, the mm-hmm. other things that we tend to look at is, is you know, we look at taking, taking a, being honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. being honest. Try to be as, as, as honest as you can. And, you know, honesty is important. But the, the biggest thing that I like to do when I meet someone is that I, I like to let them know that I have hope in them. I have hope. Mm-hmm. And that's important because I let them know that I want them to be the best that they can possibly be. But I also like to help them to uh, to strive for even higher. I mean, at, at least mm-hmm. that, as a therapist, I think we, we tend to want to exceed what our clients want, okay, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think other areas that help is is to give action steps. That's mm-hmm. clear because when we give examples of those action steps, then the person can kind of get it. You know, they, they, they see it clear when you could say um, help them to bring out of the, in their own heads or in their own hearts, in their own minds, to get them to say certain things. And then what you could do is break it down because oftentimes the person mm-hmm. is inundated. They feel like they have to take giant leaps. But what, as a therapist, what we tend to do is take, like, bite sizes, you know. Take, let's, let's take a, a, a one-step, you know, one-day-at-a-time approach, and then we can move from there. So, in other words, we give them the idea that it's attainable, that they don't have to go all in and they don't have to give up everything and they don't, you know. And so what we do is we build on success. 
And so by taking mm-hmm. little steps. And so when you do that, the client gains confidence in you, right, mm-hmm. and, and in, them, in, in themselves. And then um, the key part is is to help them to develop consistency and to develop mm-hmm. habits. And so I, mm-hmm. I can go on and on, but I'm hoping that I'm answering the question that, that you asked sure, um, sure. in regards to. You're giving them something to go on, which is hope. You're being yep. positive. You're being consistent. Yep. You're letting yep. them know that your goals are and attainable, and I'm here yep. for you. Because in order to Absolutely. improve on they want to see the growth. And it's not going to happen overnight, and you're giving them baby steps. Like I like when you say give them a little bite. You know, and, yes. and sometimes, see, I'm a therapist that I'm very authentic, and I'm real, and I'm to the point. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people appreciate that because some people like to hide yes. behind things. We don't have time to be hiding yes. if we're going to be doing some work. So you want to let them know right. also that there's it goes back to the home improvement. When you're doing a home improvement and you hiring a contractor, you want to know this person knows what they're doing, and you want to be able to trust them. So you also got to learn how to trust yourself. Now, one of the things that I'm looking at, and it talks about everyone who embarks on a self-improvement journey, says that this process is worth it. But it is messy, and it can be painful at times, and it, that is true. Because I know when I was when I wanted to do my yoga, girl, you should have saw me with that mat on the floor. The hardest part was getting my big butt on the floor. <laughs> 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 I said, uh-oh. <laughs> right. I'm going to get down here. <laughs> right. But once I got down there, it felt good stretching and pulling and moving and, you know. So what I'm, see- I'm seeing is to say that even though sometimes it can be painful at times, but to move forward, mm-hmm. we have to overcome our fears, and we need to look at our That's shadow right. sometimes. That don't mean staying in the right. That don't mean looking backwards, but we have to overcome our fears, meaning I know that right. today is not going to be a, a one-day fix-it with my yoga because i got to do these stretches practically every day and to continue to get right. my weekly massage and all the other stuff that I'm doing. Now, again, one key of navigating growth is to remember why you're doing it. You got to know that okay. it's for you. And another thing you got to remember that we all are human and that it is an essential part of our journey. Meaning sometimes we're going to be like, mm, I don't know, the self doubt and all of that stuff and the naysayer and people going to tell you what you can and what you can't do. But you got to work on you, that inner you. That's and you right. got to shut yourself up. Because sometimes we get to hearing our mamas, our cousins, and our neighbors, the teachers, the bullies on at school that kept telling us we could never be no one or this would never happen for you. You kind of shut those voices up because remember, it's all about you, all about you. Now, I want to share some information that I have found, and I want to go over this with you. It talks about 10 practical ways to improve yourself. One, focus on your strengths. So often we talk about what we can't do till we forget what we can do. We forget what we're capable of. What is your thought on that in regards to focusing on your strengths? Absolutely. Strengths, strengths, look at strengths rather than weaknesses. Weaknesses will definitely mm-hmm. throw you off. 
will throw you off course, will have you second-guessing and, and, and ultimately give it up. So if you look at what you're mm-hmm. good at, you look at um, versus what you're not, you look at what you have in your hand versus what you don't, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's setting yourself up to um, succeeding and taking the steps and moving forward towards, towards fully succeeding. So definitely so. Mm-hmm. Another thing it talks about is declutter. Sometimes we got to get these people and the naysayers. We got to clean up some stuff. You know, I was so happy my daughter went shopping for me and bought me some new clothes. I got on my little new clothes that my daughter bought me because she shops much better than I do. I was looking at the receipt. She bought me a few outfits, but she saved $400. If it would have been me, I would have spent $400. <laughs> Okay. Sometimes we have to declutter some things. And what happens yes. and what I see is sometimes people like holding on to stuff. Mm-hmm. They just yes. like, oh, what, if, what is the benefit? So what, what, are your, what are your thoughts about declutter? Well, the thing is, is that you have you cannot hang on to everything. If you do, you know it'll drive you up the wall. It'll have you feeling anxious. It'll have you feeling overwhelmed. And so, what we have to do in life is we we have to sort and we have to discard things that we don't mm-hmm. need in our lives. We have to let go and have hope and look forward to towards replacing those things with things that are better for us. There you go. There okay. you go. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of times we hold on to these girls. When I had to clean out my garage, I think my garage probably got cleaned out about six times before it was eventually cleaned out. Right. It was like the more we decluttered, the more cluttered I found. And I still got to go right. home and de- Clutter some closets and go through some papers and and look for some things. But we gotta declutter some of that stuff because it can clog stuff up and it can it can have us procrastinate and mm-hmm. stop us from where we're trying to go. Another thing is you have to ask yourself powerful questions. And I like how you said before we gotta be honest with ourselves, but we also gotta ask right. ourselves some questions. About why are we doing this? What is our goal? Yep. What is our purpose? How can we attain and achieve these goals? And when we're talking about self-improvement, sometimes individuals want to, you know, get a better job or they want to move to a different neighborhood or they okay. may want to go back to school education. Those are some of the areas right. that individuals are developing self-improvement. But you got to ask yourself these questions, why am I doing this? What's, okay. what, for what reason? What is my you have to have a purpose. What is your take on asking yourself powerful questions? Absolutely. And I think another uh, ingredient to that is, is having a vision of how mm-hmm. you want that garage to look or how you want <laughs> you to look, <laughs> how you want your life to look. You have to have a vision. I like that. Yeah, like and that. sometimes you have to see a vision. You have to catch it. It may be something that you look at in a magazine, and you say, wow, I like the way the plants look. 
And so what you should do is take a snapshot of that picture because that picture can give you a visualization of what it is that you like, that feels good to you. So that's what, uh, you know, I, I feel that, having that vision is very important because we Mm -hmm. often will run in circles because we don't really have a clear idea. We have little bits of ideas and that can be clutter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There you go. Little little bits of of clutter. But if you have a focal point and you can envision a picture of yourself, then you could target and begin to work on, on, and you can't do it all at once. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. You have to focus on one area. There you go, at a time. Mm -hmm. You don't don't Mm -hmm. focus on the vision of decorating a house, a whole house, before you have planned an idea about how you want your rooms to look. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? How, and you, know how you want your it's, it's, life. Uh-huh. One of the things I want to say is also you got to seek feedback. So when you're trying yeah. to, and not only the feedback or put it in somebody's face or anything like that, because, and not only seeking feedback, but you also have to accept compliments. Because sometimes people may see in you what you may not see in yourself. And I want to say this, and I don't know if you've been in this on your journey as becoming a therapist with the flexibility. I love the fact that I can do what I want when I want. I can go where I want when I want. I can see who I want when I want. You know, and that's part of the self-improvement because you and I went to high school together. If we didn't, and I planned this journey because I did not. I did not plan a journey like this. But I'm right. seeking for improvement to improve every day in my life because it's worth it. It is worth it. Let me log on. I got a caller that just called in. Let me join him in a conversation. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Purchase Predicaments. Number ends in 33. How are you doing? I'm okay. Okay. Well, thank you for joining. Maybe you can just the doctor earlier. Okay, Sonia, I want to say another one. Work with an accountability partner. That yes. is That right That's there key. is You want yes. to find a partner that you can trust, that's going to be honest with you, that's not going to just be going along to get along. You know, I was watching a movie the other day, and the man said, don't act like you, don't act like I hurt your feelings because you know we, we both know you don't have none. I started cracking up. So we start talking about an accountability partner. We need somebody that's going to keep us in line. We need somebody that's going to say, "Hey, Jeanette, you know, I, I had I used to call her my my sister from another mother, Dr. Lisa Romaine. She used to tell me, Jeanette, you a hot mess. You know, Jeanette. You, so when I did get messy, I stayed away from her because I don't want to hear her mouth. So <laughs> you know, I bet she gonna call me. But you have to work with an accountability partner. What's your take on that? Definitely so. An accountability partner is a like-minded person, meaning mm-hmm. if you're working on a specific goal, find an accountability partner that has similar goals as you. 
and a partner mm-hmm. who is working on those goals. In other words, seek someone who has high interest in that area that you need that support in. Mm-hmm. And build on each other's energy. Utilize that time specific towards that goal. Specific. So in other words, don't sway over into other areas with that individual because you are you are uh, it purposeful in terms of working with that person for that in that time frame to be able to mm-hmm. motivate and encourage and support each other. Okay. So in other words, if you um, like to complain a lot. Don't have an mm-hmm. accountability partner that likes to complain with you because that's not that's not something that's that's not a positive. You have to plug into positivity, okay? Yeah. So that's yeah. key. So you definitely need you need a tribe. You need that support, and you need somebody mm-hmm. to help you. And and it's it's a two way street. It's like mm-hmm. you know you did you know you start here and you 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 know you dig this hole. You dig this hole first. And then I'll take mm-hmm. the next hole, and then I'll do the next hole, and so next thing you know, mm-hmm. you got two people working on working on the same working goal, together. and it's much working together as a team. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, as you were saying that, and I don't know where my cousin is. I thought about my cousin. I got a cousin. I call her a, a gym guru. Guru, when she come to town, ooh, she always want me to go to the gym, and that is not my most favorite yep. place in the world. They have one gym right. membership now. Got. Membership. I can go to Planet Fitness as well as 24-Hour Fitness Center now. And I right. am probably the only person in the world that know how to play high go seek in the gym. She go one way, I go the other way. <laughs> She'll say, <laughs> what you giving me? <laughs> but it's, it's interesting because she's made a lifelong journey out of fitness. Now, I'm yeah. not going to say I always wanted to be fit, but now I got a family reunion coming up this weekend. I got to be around all my little tall friends, cousins that be like, I'll be like, I'll just sometimes. But and it's but it's interesting because every time she sees me, she's like, cousin, I got this plan for you, cousin. I want you. I'll be looking at her like I don't want to eat no tofu. I don't want to be shopping at at um, uh, I'm about to say Trader Joe's. I don't. Want, but now that I'm older and I'm looking at my digestive system. I should have mm-hmm. listened to her years ago. I should have right. it. I'm weeping the, the I'm in trouble because I didn't listen. She's been trying to get me to do this for years. So, so, and here I am. Right. So, right. So what I'm hearing is you may have some reluctancy. You may not be mm-hmm. motivated that day, but she is there to say, let's go. Let's do this. And and, yes. and she does that, and with the hope that you will, um, you'll you'll become motivated on your own. You will begin to you start riding the bike with training wheels, right? With the goal of one day I'm gonna take these training wheels off and I'm 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 going for it, right? And eventually that that happens, right? So you right. have to just keep at it. And that's what you were doing, mm-hmm. and that, and she was doing it. And you look at her life, and you see that that's her lifestyle. It's, it's, yeah, it 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 has developed into a lifestyle. Go ahead. 
she don't eat meat. It'd be hard. But she did have me go to veggie, veggie grill, and veggie grill food was pretty good. I need to go back to veggie grill. Another thing is what right. you're talking about is start. When you're talking about self-improvement, start small. Don't start too big. Because if you start too big, right. you give up too fast. And keep That's moving right. forward. Commit to curiosity. Get moving and celebrate your success. Now, Nancy, what do you want to add to the show as we're talking about self-improvement? Hello, Nancy. To improve yourself is to get up with a winning mentality. Either you're going to yeah. win or you're going to quit. Quitters mm-hmm. never win and winners never quit. you got to keep mm-hmm. you got to keep going whether whether um, it's a hard day or it's an easy day. Even if you have to take, let's say, on a hard day, you're right. taking seven steps. Do ten steps. Mm-hmm. Go, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know where I came from. You know how far I came. I, You know, from 650 pounds all the way down to 180 pounds and sitting in a wheelchair fighting for my life and it's just do I really do I really want to have this cookie go the easy easy left or do the hard right and take some grapes take some salad you know it's it's easier said than done but it's all in your mental state how you how how are you going to take care of the issue at, at hand correct correct and you know what and you just probably gave somebody some hope like you said, you went to, what, 600 and something to down to 180, and I think you were smaller than that when I saw you a couple of years ago when I was moving from that Huntington Beach office. But the thing is, you have to motivate yourself. You have to drive yourself, and that's where I'm at now because I'm, like, weeble wobbling and my ankle hurt and everything hurt, and I'm like, uh-uh, we're going to stretch this foot out, move it around. We're going to do something. So this right here is ridiculous. I said next week. I need to do a show on menopause because there's a lot of things about menopause that we as women, we're aging, but we don't know. And some of us, like myself, we don't have, well, I don't have my mother here or to tell me and talk to me about these things. So I was looking at the article, and it was talking about between menopause and arthritis. Some people know you can't even tell the difference. You still got the same effect. I did not know now, when we start talking about some self-improvement facts, when we start thinking about self-improvement, it can be helpful to be strategic about how we put our efforts so that we won't waste time on the wrong thing. A lot of times we will worry about the wrong stuff, things that we can't even fix, things that we can't even control. So we want to make sure we're not doing that. Some aspects of ourselves are relatively changeable, and some aspects are pretty to fix. So we are best serving our efforts on the parts of us that we can change. That's why baby steps. You know, if a person says, I want to stop smoking, I want to lose some weight, I want to stop drinking, I want to talk better to my children, I want to become more effective with communicating with others, I want to learn how to be more polite to my coworkers, See, these are some of the things that we know that are within our control. And like I said, baby steps, role models, 
accountability partner, being honest with ourselves. These are some of the things that we have to do. Now, given that there are some things or sometimes people can tell us that we can't change certain things, we have to know how to change. And that's where, like I said, a lot of individuals run into difficulties and struggles and roadblocks. Now, I want to share this information because it looks very important. And it talks about research has shown that specific areas of ourselves can be improved. When we talk about our well-being, acceptance, positive relationships with others, um, autonomy, environmental mastery, and purpose in life and personal goals. That's in our control. We can do that. Personality factors. We can work on that. Relationships. We can work on that. And our personal achievements. Now, although there may be other dimensions of ourselves that we may want to improve, those are just a few. Now, I want to say this too, Sonia, because we know that even with our own achievements, sometimes people will start school and they may drop out. That doesn't mean you're a failure. You may find that school wasn't for you, and you may have picked up a trade along the way, or you may have learned how to become a consultant. You want to take what you learn and use it for your benefit. What is your take on that, Sonia? Because a lot of times people think, oh, well, I'm a failure because I didn't finish, I didn't complete it. What's your take on that? Well, the take is is that we all fall short. And Mm -hmm. it's not about what you know. It's about how you can persevere. And Mm -hmm. it, it has been researched and tried and, it has been in the news where we see individuals often who mm-hmm. started from nothing, started from the bottom and 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 was able to earn themselves or earn their way all the way to the top of their class. How did that happen? Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, is that, it doesn't matter where you start. It doesn't matter if you're if what type of student you are. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, what matters is that you show up and you keep trying. And you have that, mm-hmm. like your caller had said, you have that, that attitude that you will not give up. You never give up. <laughs> yes, you can take you can you can you can take a break. Life happens, right? Um, mm-hmm. things happen, but we have to get back on the, we have to get back on, we have to get back up, get right. back on Build the if, if life knocks I you down, get back up. Mm-hmm. I love to hear people's personal journey. I love to hear when people have broke through barriers and adversities. And I didn't realize some of the things that I had accomplished until I started telling my story. I was like, wow. Now, i got one of my cousins on here, Teresa Turner Chambers. If you want to call in and join us on the show, give us a call at 516-387-1914. I'm going to repeat that. 516-387-1914. Because you never know how what you may share may touch another person and help them towards their self-improvement, because, again, it is about self. Now, I'm looking at some other information that I want to share, and it talks about, one, engage in self-reflection. Self-reflection is an important part of self-awareness because without self-reflection, 
we may not have a clear self-concept, and that is our self-conflict, our concept may not match how others see us. Sometimes people may think that we got it all together and we can be cat raggedy, or they may think like they put people on a pedestal. Don't ever put another person on a pedestal. And as you are engaging in self-improvement, it is very dangerous to compare yourself to another person. Remember, you are wonderful and uniquely made. So you don't have to compare, nor do you have to compete. This is your own personal journey. And like she said earlier, it's not where you start, it's how you finish. And that you finish the way you wanted it to be. Also, try mindfulness. Now, mindfulness is the act of bringing attention to experience in each moment. It also involves an attitude of curiosity and acceptance versus judgment. You know, I've learned that a lot of times when we talk about self-improvement, some individuals are so self-critical. They become their own worst enemy. They beat themselves up so bad. Sometimes you gotta give you gotta give yourself a break. What is your take on that? Definitely so. I hear it all the time. Um, individuals uh, who um, speak very poorly of themselves, and mm-hmm. the thing is, is that you know that has to change. That has mm-hmm. to change. How can you improve if you're if you're constantly tearing yourself down? If that inner voice that you know that inner dialogue that you have with yourself is self defeating, or if it's you know just I mean I've heard the worst of the worst things that people say to themselves. Um, and so and the thing is, we sabotage things. We can sabotage our yes. own self improvement by the words that we speak within ourselves, in our spirit. Don't do that. Stop that. And like I said, and it's not what other people, and other people's opinion of you is none of your business. So if they be like, well, who do you think you are? You ain't nobody, nobody. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and keep it pushing. And you have to cultivate a growth mindset. And a growth mm-hmm. mindset is a mindset that we can grow and improve our abilities. You've got to believe it. If you don't believe it, who will believe it? Who else will for you? You know, I never said I wanted to be a therapist. I never thought that I would be a business owner. I never thought that I would be doing all of these things, but I am. I never spoke ill of it. But by that same token, I appreciate and I acknowledge my accomplishments, and now I'm able to to look at the fruit of my labors at times. So when we talk about this growth set, I am still growing. I am still doing things to be able to continue to elevate myself to when I get, when I get to the point where I'm like, take a break. Now I can sit my butt down. Somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, can, I just, can I make a point? Yeah. Can I make a point right, right there? The thing is, when we yeah. were talking about, um, you know, being confident and, and not thinking bad of oneself and that we all fall short, See, the thing is, is that you have to look at what you're good at and, mm-hmm. and, and focus on what you're good at. When I was in high school, and, Jeanette, you, you probably took the same test. It was an aptitude test that they gave seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, and that test was basically to try to give you an idea of what field, what career you would excel in. And all I remember was, was that, 
my mindset was uh, at a higher level uh, based on the fact of where what my achievement score was. I just I don't really remember what areas it, it gave me, but I didn't find it pleasing to see what areas that they had me down on. And and to me, they stopped giving those tests out, um, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Because, yeah, which is a good <laughs> Yes. And so the thing is, is that I didn't do well in math. You know, math was not my subject <laughs> at all. And so I looked at Really? Wow. <laughs> I was good in math. Natural. I wasn't good with reading comprehension. My my reading, good, yeah. my reading comp was horrible, but my math score always brought my test scores up because I was good with math and um, critical thinking, and I always wanted to be an attorney. But numbers and math, oh, I was good in math. But the thing was, wow. I didn't like history because I didn't want to read. Even to this day, I don't even want to read. And that was because my mother made us read, principal that would make us read. And so I was just being rebellious and hard with it. Now I tell people I read mm-hmm. when I have to. But the thing right. is, well, the a thing, lot of mm-hmm. Yes, let me just say real quick. So, so I wanted to be a doctor, right? I did. I wanted to be a doctor, but I knew I, 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 knew I wouldn't do well in math, so it was like, okay. Don't even think about being a doctor, right? Well, guess what? I could be a doctor, right? You and I could be a doctor. We're 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 pseudo doctors in a sense that we're therapists. And if we wanted to mm-hmm. go back and get the doctor degree, it wouldn't be hard for us to do to get a doctor degree as a clinician. But see, you see mm-hmm. how we we still you and I have had to persevere. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important for everyone who's out there listening is to persevere, and and you'll get there no matter what. You'll get there. You'll get to where you want to be. But the thing is, is that oftentimes we have that all or none attitude or thought process where you know we have we go all or not. Or not. Well, see, that's wrong mm-hmm. to to think of things that way. We don't have to go all or none. It doesn't have to be black right. and white, right? There all you right. go. Right there. That's right there. And that's what makes us give up so easy. Like I said, I was good at math. I love math. I really didn't care that much for science. And it was when I had the opportunity to go to law school, I chose not to because I didn't want to do all that reading. So I went back and got my psychology. <laughs> I tried to take a shortcut. I was always trying to take a, a shortcut, you know. So it's interesting <laughs> because you work in the field where law comes natural to me, but when I was a court mediator investigator, I was still in the courtroom. When I was working for the healthcare agencies in the courts doing Prop 36, so I still have the ability to do what I wanted to do. I'm just self-practicing right. law. And I'll tell them because right. I'm not a lawyer, but okay. and that makes big big difference because that was my strength. But I self sabotage, and my clients, girl, my clients are like, "Janet, if you don't go get that law degree, I'm like, look, I'm I'm about too old now. I'm almost sixty. I think about going back to get no law." 
But you give me a test, I might, I might need to move to a state where I could just take the bar and then just take the cases that I want to take, you know, and the situations that I want to do. But, you know, but the sure. thing is sometimes we talk about improvement. You cannot lose that drive. you got to keep right. your energy up. you got to keep going. you got to keep pushing. And you got to keep challenging yourself to do better. And that's where we talk about when we know better, we do better. And I always tell individuals, sometimes people just don't know no better. And I don't put nobody down. I don't tell nobody that they're lazy or who they can't be because we are really quick to put our mouth on people. And that can break a person's spirit, especially a child. But we do need to do better. When I'm talking about self-improvement, I see a lot of young individuals that have so much talent. They have so much that they can do but they have entitlement issues. They feel like the world owes them something. And then as time goes by, now they're in their late thirties, they're in their mid to late thirties and almost for it's like, what are you doing with yourself? What are you gonna do with your life? And they can definitely benefit from improving improving in certain areas and aspects of their life. And therefore the next one it talks about is it's not a feeling of shame. The truth is that many of us are motivated to engage in self-improvement due to sometimes social pressures. Now, I'm not saying that everything is a social pressure, but if you think about the way we were raised and what we've accomplished in life, a lot of our children and young people in the community, they don't even have the desire anymore. I'm like, what happened? (laughs) I don't know if we would just pushed by our parents. I don't know what it, what it is, but I'm looking at it even when I look at my own children. It's like, uh, you know, you can do a little better, right? You know you got to work on some things. So when we start talking about societal pressures, do you think that society is having people or forcing people towards self-improvement or that they still got to have that, that drive? I remember people used to tell me, me and I used to date, they used to say, you're a go-getter. And I didn't know what they meant by that for a long time. But while they would be talking about going to the clubs or doing this, I would go to the clubs and I still come home and pick up a book. Or I'll be like, I got to take the study for the test before I go da 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 What do you think about that in regards to um, societal pressure? I think that uh, right now we are living in the most best time for Young for the young generation, for, for younger folks mm-hmm. to uh, to reach, you know, to 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 work on themselves and to mm-hmm. know that they have opportunities out there. And because of social media, that is a game changer. Social media, mm-hmm. and so. You know, that accountability that we were talking about earlier, it was really like one-to-one or maybe a group accountability, you know, from the sense of a person. But when you have uh, an audience or you have the ability to see someone just like you to, you know, to become successful, that is empowering. That is motivation. Mm-hmm. That is something that you can touch. You can you can you can really begin to really see quicker than you 
than you would in other uh, other phases of, you know, like how things were when we grew up, for example, okay? Mm-hmm. You had to go one different one direction, but now you can go in many different directions. And so mm-hmm. um, things have been interrupted. Systems are interrupted. Um, opportunities are opening um, every day. Mm-hmm. And so for the young people who uh, are out there striving and wanting to do something, they can. They have, they have a way of being able to connect and to, to get mm-hmm. information and to gain uh, knowledge. Um, and so that's, that's very, very good for uh, individuals who, ha- who would have not have gotten an opportunity otherwise. So mm-hmm. the thing is, is that um, they have opportunities and opportunities are waiting for them as well. So, you know, so I see it as a great, uh, we're at a great time, we're in a great space, um, and I get excited about it um, because mm-hmm. I see influencers, I see, you know, people that are go-getters, they're not holding themselves mm-hmm. back, um, they have their visions and their dreams, and I, I think it's a perfect uh, opportunity for them. And you know what, I tell individuals nowadays, if you can't find a job, create a job. You there you go. You got people that are coming up with all kind of stuff, and they're becoming multimillionaires and just mm-hmm. something really, really simple. And one of the things I'm looking at is we have to find more things to be grateful for. Practicing gratitude and thankfulness is a great way to improve yourself. Gratitude yep. is like greater well-being and higher quality of relationships. We have to basically either start a gratitude journal. You know, I can think of a lot of things that I, you know, I remember back in the day growing up in conference, and I can stand conference. Then I realized it wasn't the city. It was the people in the city. It was the attitude of the people in the city that was half this, my mother used to say, can't go, can't go nowhere. You know, they didn't, they wasn't open-minded. When I come back to the neighborhood, I get text messages from my neighbors. Hey, Jeanette, I'm glad you're back in the neighborhood. Hey, Jeanette, how you doing? To them, they look at me like I'm a movie star or something. I'm like, I'm just a regular old person. But by that same token, they saw what I did, and they see what I'm doing, and they appreciate that because I'm still here, and whenever they need to call me, talk to me, they know how to reach me. It ain't like they got to go to my publishers or this, my dad, my da 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 They know, well, let me get Jeanette a call. Let me see if she can help me out with this. That speaks volume, and that's your gratitude and being grateful for what you got. You know, your health, your strength. You got to know how to start appreciating even the small things and stop taking things for granted. Or another thing with self-improvement is individuals procrastinate. We, we, we procrastinate. Now, I want to share some things, and then we can speak on this, because then we've got like three minutes left in the show. And it talks about there are so many areas of ourselves that could be improved, 
And here are some more ideas to explore. You have to cultivate a positive mindset, build self-confidence, believe in yourself, overcome self-doubt, start a business that makes a positive impact on the world. I had no idea what I was jumping my butt into. And I want to say next February, I would be the owner of the Center for the Treatment of Addiction for 17 years. That's huge. Because most businesses were flopping, you know, 17 years for the Center for the Treatment of Addiction. And I want to say it would be, um, what, 11 years with J.A. President. So don't put off what you can do or what you can start now when we start talking about self-improvement. If you start a business that makes an impact that can help other people. Also, self-actualize and improve your interpersonal skills. Build good habits. A lot of times we got people that got so many bad habits, it's ridiculous. But we got to focus on good habits. Take better care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Live in a moment. Dream bigger. Learn to stop overthinking things. Work on understanding yourself better. Work on building healthy relationships. Undo negativity. Love yourself more. And get better at managing or detoxing stress. Stress is huge. Can we tell the listeners some things about self-improvement and talking about your stress? What is your technique? You said, what is my technique, what I share with yes. uh, the clients so that I you, provide services with? Yeah, no, just you, period. Because we do a lot. And sometimes our stress level can be really, really high. What do you do to de-stress? Because I know I used to say I won't go to Paula Casino, but I got to cut that out. Then I started buying scratches. <laughs> scratches alone. But I, I'm going to do this with my arthritis. You know, I gotta go cash in my stay away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I stay away. Yeah, I stay away from. If I can't control, if if I if stress is, of course you can't control all stress. Of course, of course you can. Mm-hmm. But for, when you can control it, you have to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. You have to set limits. You have to not run yeah, into yeah. it. For example, you know, you have to watch. You know, you can you can be on T. You can you can watch. Uh, TV programs that could be stressful for you, and so it's like mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to what you're being attracted to. So mm-hmm. if you're attracted like to that. negativity, there you go. If you're attracted to negativity, you want to connect with anger. Therefore, you're plugging into those types of uh, entities that create anger in you. That's not good. If you yeah. are sad. It's not good for you to connect with sadness. Therefore, don't watch sadness or listen to sad music. So you have to do the opposite. You have to listen to happy. (laughs) You know, there you go. I like that. I like that. Another thing is you got to learn to calm yourself down, learn how to flourish, this learning style, because people learn things differently, and also discover your positive qualities, build resiliency, Cultivate kindness and find your purpose. In order to engage in any type of self-improvement, 
You have to find your purpose, meaning what is your purpose in life, and don't be afraid to manifest your dreams. So these are some of the things that you can do in order to improve yourself. And if you are thinking about it and you're contemplating it, take action. Start working on you. You deserve it. And you, it's not the door. You know what? Here I come. I'm sorry. Wait, Ryder, can you open the door, please? Ryder, open the door, please. I thought I heard the doorbell, girl. I'm sitting up here thinking like, ooh, can you open the door? Thank you. So when we start talking about self-improvement, you got to remember that it is for you to improve yourself, to become a better you, but you got to want it. And if you can see it, if you can dream it, you can also achieve it. Is that not? Did you unlock it? Yeah. Okay, you bring it in for me, please. Is it heavy? Ryder, can you get the package? I'm sitting up here. I got all kinds of stuff going on right now. So, Sonia, anything you want the listeners to know before we end the show today? Well, that is a big package. You just come in. I think the main, I think the main point is is to be good to yourself. Be kind to, be kinder to yourself because it's mm-hmm. you. And if you want others to be kind to you, you have to practice being kind to yourself. So that's that's the biggest thing that I like to leave your your listeners. Go ahead. The best way to improve yourself is to never give up. Yep. Yeah. No, I just had an old child just walk in the door. He's like, I don't know what the topic is. (laughs) Yeah, today's topic is qualified to speak. Don't trip. Self-improvement is the topic. So I want to thank you for joining us here today at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Today, like I said, we talked about self-improvement. Remember, you're doing it for yourself. You can improve in any areas of your life as long as you put your mind to it. Don't give up. What did you say, Mm Mm-hmm. Always put God first and you second. And everybody else actually second and you third because you got to give you got to you got to be of service to people of all times and not only that you got to believe in god and you got to believe that these blessings will come even without even thinking about mm-hmm. that's true well again thank you for joining us here precious predicaments blog talk radio and until next week remember you got this thank you bye-bye you're welcome Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.